0: Indeed, thank you very much, Reb and James Brown. Coincidence? Mm, I think
1: Reb might be the illegitimate love child of James Brown. I mean, put it together, They're both sex machines. Yeah, they both scream for no reason. And, and
0: we already know that Reb's an honorary uh, uh, fan, black, black man. Black, black man, because Steve James, Steve dad, James,
1: father on the set of I can um, What was that movie
0: called? I don't remember. I just saw we, the title the other day. Guys, we,
1: we covered it. It was Steve James, one of Steve James' few starring roles. Silent Hunter. Uh, Hunt Silence. <laughs> no, that's that silent? Hunter might. Night Hunter? Night uh, Hunter? Street Hunter. Street Hunter. Street Hunter. Hunter? It, Street it Hunter. might be Street I Hunter. I think it's Street <laughs> Hunter. Yes, while they were working together, Steve James' father came to set and he's like, God damn, that boy is the white Steve James because he works so goddamn hard and doesn't get appreciated.
0: Yeah, and speaking of working so goddamn hard, I mean, I've been trying to post these pictures, which gets completely underrated. <laughs> uh, I, I agree with that. Your, his, your
1: Instagram is completely underrated.
0: His career is so interesting because it, like, I got my career on Red Brown started with, of course, Space Mutiny, an MST3K episode. I mean, I like MST3K, but there's five episodes worth watching. The rest you put on in the background and they're enjoyable enough. But Space Mutiny with Red Brown is fucking one of the greats. And that's how I got started with him. I didn't realize I had actually got started with him when I was like seven or eight. Because I watched the fuck out of Happy Days. Who and didn't? I remember this episode. I don't remember it. But I remember yeah. I mean, I remember watching Happy Days. But Man, I, I. Yeah. So, yeah, he fights Ralph Melf. He starts bullying him because, I mean, he. <laughs> I, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? He was Ralph, probably was mouthing dick. off about science and shit, and Reb was just like, "No, climate climate change isn't real," and so he had to beat him up.
1: I see it more as like uh, Reb's character was a flat earther, yeah. Then uh, Ralph tried to like condescend to him.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. That He's makes like, a lot of Let's sense. Let's take care of it in the ring, asshole. Yeah. I know how to settle this. Did he? I'm,
1: I'm guessing he beat Reb somehow.
0: Of course Ralph wins, because the Fonz, like, you know, gave him a nod or something. Oh, okay. Give Dude, him a thumbs up. That's, hey. that's all wrong. Fonz and Reb would have gone out and just slayed. They would have rumbled. They would have been rumbling. And I don't mean fighting each other. I mean they would have been hitting the clubs and getting the ladies. Getting all the malts and milkshakes out there. Um, But, yeah, thankfully... After he did his threes threes company cameo, cameo, we call it. I'm calling it a cameo. It's not a guest role, I guess. Guest role, yeah, it yeah, where he played, played Chrissy's boyfriend, and he's a bully again. Well,
1: what? he's. I don't know if I don't. I think I. I I know I've seen because I, I watched that stupid show too when I was a kid. I'm pretty sure what it was was he was an overprotective boyfriend, so he assumed um. that everybody wanted to fuck Christy because everybody did want to fuck Christy on that show. Oh, so like. I think he was going to beat up Jack, but of course Jack's cover was he was gay because you couldn't have men and women living together in the 70s, apparently. Oh!
0: And then I've
1: sent you that great gif of him ripping Larry's yeah, shirt he, off. Yeah, he
0: turns <laughs> and it's just the... Oh, yeah, that was good. That was good. Uh, but of course, eventually Hollywood saw the man's talent and it began to grow and flourish into this beautiful rebel hero that we have today
1: i think this movie well the movie we did a few months ago started at all i think this was his first heroic starring role
0: yeah i don't know it seems possible but
1: this i will say i i'm on record I, i'm not a fan of the first one but this was an improvement yes yeah because it w- I, I i totally blocked this out i always thought howling too another underrated episode by us, was <laughs> the first pairing of Christopher Lee and Red Brown. But no, it's this movie,
0: Captain America 2, Death Too Soon. God, I forgot Red Brown was in Howling 2. What yeah, a gem. A what a treasure. You know, you're welcome, everybody, for pointing out that you're all missing out on Red Brown because well, you yeah. are. There's Watch t- some Cage this weekend. We got a long weekend coming up. Watch some Cage. Cage 2. Watch Cage 2. I haven't even watched Cage 2. I haven't two. either. Reb's not in it, though. He's not? No, I'm pretty sure just losing it somehow, uh, and I'm pretty sure Lou should be locked up because he murdered people. His <laughs> brain damage is okay. <laughs> it's he like... knows his own strength. Um, yeah. So I forget our train where we're going with that one. Do you? <laughs> you're not going to put us back on that rail. So I'm going to ask one more question, and maybe we'll hit that trailer. Okay. We've been doing a lot of these movies. We've covered 60... a lot. Too, okay. Because of this episode. Nice. What are you Duke? Straight. Are you like a Duke Ellington or something? Duke Williams. Duke Williams? Damn yeah. it! Duke you'll, you'll get that joke in half an hour. Duke Ellington is a jazz <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, it makes more sense
1: because number like yeah. Numbers and jazz and you know, math and yeah. syncopation. Yeah. yeah. No, but uh, you'll laugh at this joke to half hour from <laughs> now.
0: Or, no, you can laugh all uh-huh. times. Uh. Well, they'll get it, I'm going to say. If we can replace any of the... Stars. If you could give we've Red Brown the
1: career of any of these "quote unquote"
0: A-list yeah. stars, the household names that don't belong to Red Brown. Apparently, which one would you give it to? Well, give me the list again. Uh, I mean, we've we've done Bronson, we've done Abilenes. <laughs> I don't even know the actors' names. Those, those, those guys
1: are beneath Red Brown. I they guess. really. I yeah. hope so.
0: Uh, who else do we got here? We got Cho.
1: No, I wouldn't give a show.
0: No. Career. No, he, he is. I a can't see
1: Reb being an inch.
0: Of course, there's Arnold, and you got. Oh, my God, he'd be breaking right out. Franco Nero is a good possibility. <laughs> um, you know, I, know, I got it. I got the guy I'd want who
1: I think doesn't deserve his fame that Reb does deserve. Oh, shit. And this is going to get a lot of people pissed because, on our, at least on our Twitter, these people I hope love you don't say guy. Bronson. I know you love Bronson. But I love Bronson. No, not him. Oh, okay. I'm talking about. Chuck Norris. Oh, I just—do you imagine Red Brown in Invasion USA? How amazing that would be!
0: I can imagine uh, Red Brown on a fucking total gym workout equipment. I'd buy it then. I don't want right. to fucking buy anything Chuck Norris endorses. Exactly. I'd have the whole DVD set of Walker Texas Ranger if it was Red, Red Brown Red on Red there. Reb Walker Texas Ranger. Reb Walker Ranger.
1: I'd, I'd buy that too. Reb Ranger. I've never, well, except for that one episode, of the crazy mountain hillbilly cannibal. I've never seen an episode, but if Red Brown was on it, I'd watch every episode. I'd watch every episode. Him and – this get a load of this combo. Red Brown and, oh. his, and his partner would be Branson uh, Richmond Branscombe Rich, Richman.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, shit.
1: That would be so awesome.
0: I was so disappointed because there is very little material out there about Death Too Soon on YouTube. So it makes it very hard – uh, we yeah had, we had
1: to fucking buy a DVD of this It's impossible to, this was actually the movie we wanted to do like yeah. f- six months ago when we did the first one and we fu- I, I, I stumbled across it in a secondhand store I'm like we're gonna do this and now yeah. we're doing
0: it My big issue we I had to watch it like I'm gonna fumble through this episode quite a bit. Right. I watched this episode or, or this movie about 12 ago. days ago. So we even had to go through all my notes, and I was like, yeah. what did I write here? Yeah,
1: me <laughs> and Griff live, like, 20 miles away. We're not, like, right next to each other. So I loaned it to him. I said, you watch it first, and then I'll take it back when I come over the next time. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's fresh in my mind, so I'll keep us on track. But,
0: uh, yeah, so
1: I, are we can to go to the trailer?
0: Look, I want this Walk of Texas range with Brad Brown and uh Brad Crumb Richmond. I want Brands that. Call, Brands call I wanted Richmond. to say... Uh, when I was trying to find just anything on YouTube, yeah. I come across some guy, and this is my problem with all the people who like to talk about these movies prior to us. They like to shit on everybody. So he doesn't even mention uh, Breadcum Richmond. Doesn't even mention him by name. Doesn't, he doesn't well, recognize anybody. <laughs> what are you <laughs> going to tell me? It's Branscombe? <laughs> He's,
1: no, that actor's not in this movie. What did I say? He's in this one we're going to do next week. Oh,
0: no, I saw him covering Cage. I watched him do that. Oh. And I, okay. I was just so disappointed because everyone just shits on these movies so hard. They give us yeah. more value than any these movie guys, I've seen in well, theater that's the today. Thing, these
1: guys are actually doing the stunts. They're putting their ass on the line. Yeah. So you can just like, uh, Is that the CGI bullshit now? Or I'm anybody gl- can I'm know glad it.
0: you said that because you know that bald guy who's in the Transporter movies?
1: yeah. Jason Stratham?
0: Yeah. Katham? Somebody put up a GIF of him kicking a cap off. I saw that. And I was like, oh, that's impressive. Uh, have you done a single stunt in a movie? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. You yeah. know who would? Red Brown. You know who should get uh-huh. Staten's career? Red Brown. Yeah. I'd I'd probably go see the next
1: Fast and Furious movie if Red Brown was in it instead of him. Boom. The one with The Rock. Absolutely. That'd be a All great right. pair, The Rock and <laughs> Reb.
0: Red. Rock and Reb, Reb and Rock. Okay, we're get we're getting ourselves too excited.
1: Well, it's time to get excited, Griff. Because Trailer Man tomorrow, today because I forgot we released them on Thursday. Yes, (laughs) today is the birth of our nation, and what better movie to cover than the symbol of our nation, Captain America. Is only played by the
0: man himself, Reb Brown. The true Captain America exactly. fucker sevens.
1: He don't need no padded suit. That's all Reb. You can tell. You can all see Reb. his nipples poking through. Dude, his
0: costume. 90% of the movie. And you can see his dick poking through. Exactly. 90% and of the movie. And I, I won the
1: facts I got from IMDB. IMDb. They had to talk, and it still look huge. That's how amazing <laughs> Reb is. So, sit back, crack uh, beverage, grill it hot dog, And listen to Captain America 2, Death Too soon. In Captain America 2, the U.S. government calls on Steve Rogers to help uncover a sinister
0: plot against the United States by one of the world's deadliest criminals.
1: Miguel, the revolutionary?
0: In his quest for world domination, this man plans on holding the United States hostage. Yeah. In two days, we'll have enough of those aging compound to affect that entire city. He's demanding $1 billion immediately. Or he'll spread a chemical through a major American city, a chemical that will cause rapid aging. This is a job for Captain America.
1: Reb Brown. Christopher Lee, Connie Selica, and Len Berman star in this high-flying action-adventure tale as America's greatest hero battles against overwhelming odds in Captain America 2, Death Too Soon.
0: All right, welcome back, trailer. What's trailer? Um, So, you know... It's not a real made-for-TV movie if you don't start out with credits and some nice, soft 70s jams. And
1: five minutes of Cap just driving along a coast highway. Driving.
0: It lo- it, uh, they borrowed some clips from the first Captain America. We can I, agree uh, on that, right? I hope
1: so. Either that. Well, I. It, there was a chopper. I think there was a chopper. They rent choppers for these movies. And like, we're getting our money's worth out of these fucking choppers. So they yeah. make sure. And I, you probably don't remember this, but Reb, because I'm guessing it's Reb driving. I don't know. He looks at the fucking camera at least three or four times in this scene. Like, you can see him <laughs> just, like, looking out. And it's just like, Reb,
0: nice. same character. He was probably waiting for the signal to be like, okay, we've <laughs> got enough. Because he'd probably been riding for, like, 14 <laughs> right, yeah. miles. He rode, like, from, like, L.A. to San Francisco. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, and they didn't have a way to, like, communicate with him over radio or something. So, so yeah. Was, yeah so, just, first
1: ten minutes is just him driving, like the first movie. They
0: pad the fuck out of these movies.
1: Yeah. You well, know, if you like watching, well... I mean, the 70s and, like, 80s were the time of the car chase and just driving. Mm. Thankfully, that kind of went away. Thank the but, maker. uh Yeah. It's terrible. So you, you needed a scene where somebody was driving in every action movie. Right. So we cut to the beach. We got a Young Shades out there throwing oh, the Frisbee.
0: Looking good, man. We got, a,
1: oh. we got a black guy with some short shorts and knee socks on roller skates listening to his boombox. just
0: rocking it. That's awesome. I'm, was, I'm guessing yeah. we're,
1: like, on Venice Beach or somewhere, and we see our man Steve.
0: Yeah, we finally see Steve. He's behind his uh, his canvas. He's painting a nice portrait of uh, Aunt May. Aunt May. Yeah, a
1: little elderly woman. She
0: got She flew from New York all the way out. Yeah. She hasn't aged a day, which I wonder why. I figured it out. She's been taking that age cream. Okay. She took a hard dose and got really old, and then she took a reverse dose. So... Reb or Steve was... Cut me off? I discovered a Marvel loophole. Oh,
1: I thought you were just rambling. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) So so you're saying, I'm trying to explain to you what you're trying to say. Steve, she was probably young, and Steve was banging her, but he's such a good person, he loved her enough not to kick her to the curb once she got hit with the aging uh, drug.
0: It's got to be what happened. Okay.
1: So, yeah, so she's just like, she can see she's troubled. And he's like, ma. What's going on? He's, you're not yourself.
0: Oh, Steve. She's just real, She's got, like, a real tight grip on her purse. And she she just had,
1: like, a, some PTSD because she saw like a guy ride on a motorcycle. And she's like, there's these bikers. And every other week when I get my pension check, they rob us, all those elderly people in the neighborhood. Oh. It's an epidemic. The cops are doing nothing. Oh. And then Steve looks there and goes, don't worry. I know somebody who will take care of this.
0: So... Steve is like, "Here, why don't you go get your check right now?" So we fucking sets her up as bait. Which yeah. Good job, Captain America. Put this sweet old lady in the line of danger. Hey,
1: sometimes you want to you want to make an omelet, you got to break some eggs.
0: Fuck, man. Steve got to put on a wig. No, cuz he had he had to be Captain America.
1: No. Okay. So what happens is she comes out of. We both know
0: Reb's got a great surprise asshole line he could have used right here when he unveiled he was not an old woman but Captain America. No, but, but
1: then you couldn't have the motorcycle and it would ruin. That's everything. true. That would. have got to get our minds out worth out of the motorcycle and as the well. shield. Ugh, fucking shield! <laughs> that plastic piece of shit. So yeah, if you see uh, Aunt May, she's leaving. She's at the check cashing place, and she she walks out. We see what I love. There might not be a lot of diversity in real life, but when there's gangs on movies and TV, especially in the 70s, always multi- all multicultural. I
0: mean, I will say the shots of California were very multicultural.
1: But they're not hanging out. They're separate. It's These true. guys they here, are their separate. biker gang. They rape and rob together, no together. matter what color. Like, I don't care if you're black. Can you rape somebody? Yes, I can. Yeah. You're in the gang. So they notice her, and they're like, hey, check out that old age. She's got your, your check cashed. I'll take care of it. So this sleazy fucker starts tailing her, really uh, blatant. You can tell what he's up to. Steve can tell it's what he's up to. Yeah. Just as soon as he makes the move, grab her purse, Steve shoots out of the back of his van. <laughs> out of the patriotic <laughs> pussy wagon. And I want to say... They did a good, They actually improved on the captain. this. He actually has a mask on finally. Because in the last movie, he just had it's motorcycle goggles. helmet and goggles. Yeah, he's wearing a mask. But he's still wearing that it's a fucking retarded helmet for some reason. It's a little ridiculous. And, and it's a visor down on top of it. It Looks really stupid. But it. But he runs out and then they. I love how they were gonna have this play where a guy in his Doom buggy was gonna drive by and they were gonna like toss it to him. Yeah. And then Steve just goes whoop right between them, grabs the purse, and takes off. Gives it to the old lady. And of course, I think he's like, does he? He hurls. Well, the, the bad guy whips out like a knife, I think.
0: Yeah, he stops and ends up getting into hand to hand combat. With the one guy. I think the purse got away, I thought. No, he grabs
1: the purse and hands oh, it to he her. Oh, he needs to
0: get both of them because he just wants justice yeah. served. I'm both. So, no, yeah. they don't knife get into fight.
1: fisticuffs. What happens is the guy grabs a knife, and Steve hurls his, like, wobble, wobble, wobble. it looks like the, the spear from the javelin from Revenge of the Nerds. Like, yes, whoa, it whoa, does. Whoa, whoa, it whoa, whoa, wobbles wobble so in. much. And he's like, you missed, asshole. And then it does, does the boomerang trick and comes back and hits the guy.
0: We start to get the lighthearted music. Dun, da, 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 da. Hits him in the back of the head, decapitates the guy. Fucking Who great Who would have known? Also, foreshadowing. <laughs> Th- I'm glad that this was Captain's move.
1: Well, this is scene is, is like it's like the beginning of James Bond movie. You get to see what Cap's capable of. Yeah, sure. yeah, good call. Good then call. he's like, okay, I got to get that guy in his Doom buggy. Because the guy instead of taking off on the street, he actually goes off on the beach. Well, and he's got then a Doom buggy. Yes, <laughs> we got it. You got to use it. <laughs> He's just running and, over children. Yeah, well, they get getting in the way. Yeah. And Steve, he's like, fuck this. He he abandons the motorcycle he can't drive. The motorcycle's amazing. And you'll see the amazing <laughs> shit the motorcycle can do later. The
0: but it, motorcycle's more famous
1: <laughs> than Cap himself. It can't drive on the beach. So he has to use his super uh, speed, which I never knew Cap had. Yeah. And he's like, and we know he's using it because he uses like $6 million man music. We're
0: like,
1: and he chases them, and they speed up the footage, and he chases them down, and he, he grabs the guy and, like, hurls them down. Give me the name of every one of your gang members. The guy totally bitches out and spills his guts. Yeah. And he's like, I like old people. I'm protecting these old people. Beat it. And the guy's like, whatever you say, Captain America. So there, we just established Steve is still kicking ass and taking names.
0: So now we're going to cut to other things because there's this bigger plot that we need to unfold. And so we're going to go over to uh, Wendy and Simon, our scientist friends. Were they in the first one? Yes, they were. They were. Yeah, yeah. they're the people who got Captain uh, into Simon it. Simon worked with Steve's dad on the flags. That's right. So, yeah, they, they were the people who got him into it. Wendy was the one who tried to I always thought in. she was going to be his love
1: interest, but nothing ever. Exactly. Happened. He's so chaste. He's Yeah.
0: So they're talking about how Dr. Ilson has just been kind of missing. We haven't lately. seen him in three days. So they're like, Well, let's go check on him. Right. He, was he in the same lab or some other lab? I think
1: another lab. Okay. But they're like the guy stops him and goes, You can't see Dr. Ilson. We're like, we haven't seen him in three days. So he loves to lock himself in his lab for three days and not eat and sleep. Yeah. We passed the blanket under the door. He's good in there. Like and a sandwich or two. Simon's like Fuck that! And like, pushes the guy. Like, just face palms the guy. They barge in. The place is a mess. The lab is destroyed. And they're like, "Holy shit! What happened here?" I'm like, I don't know. He likes to fucking mosh when he's listening to his punk re- records. I don't fucking know,
0: dude. He's he's been getting into some real hard shit.
1: He's dancing with himself like Billy Idol, dude. And like, I don't think so. Look at this this broken piece of glass
0: here. Yeah, and they like fog it up, and then they see like. Well, they the- didn't fog
1: it up. What happened was some. Acid was intentionally spilled on it. That's him. right. And he used his finger, because it wasn't, like, really strong acid. So he could use his finger, and he spelled M-I-G-U. Oh, Magoo? Mr. Magoo? And, Magu? Uh, Magu? and no then way. then, then Simon goes, wait, M-I-G-U-E-L? M-I-G-U-E-L? Miguel, the world's most famous terrorist.
0: I got his autograph. Wow, that is the perfect segue to Miguel.
1: Played he's, by, of course, the great Christopher Lee.
0: Chris Lee. And he,
1: Miguel, he's wanted everywhere. He's fucking, you know, he's a soldier of fortune. He'll kill anybody for a dollar. Yeah. And he's hiding in the last place you'd think he'd be, which is why it's the perfect place to hide. Oof. He's he's the warden of a penitentiary. Oh, genius. And I don't know how that happened, and I don't know why there's a lab, because he says there's it's the perfect place to have.
0: Well, he, okay. I mean, I got. I wrote these notes a while ago, so it's like they're 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 trying to figure out. I think it was Simon and Wendy trying to figure yes. out like who is Miguel. I mean, he's well. Is there's he's so Dutch many stories he's about. It. He's an international man of yeah. mystery. Yeah, he was working on a cure for aging.
1: Some say he's count. He's a count from Transylvania. Oh. some say he's a French like Merba. Serba? Serba. S- Serba. Serba. She was a werewolf. <laughs> And then, hey, wait, what was what was Doctor Ilson working on again? What was his big thing? The anti-aging formula. Uh, you think Miguel had, wants something to do with that? Shit. Well, he'd make a shit ton of money off the like the to supply all his terrorist things if he came up with the
0: anti-aging thing. Starting to think that's real because Red Brown's still looking like a puppy. He is. Well, he's got the flag serum. Oh yeah, that too. And so
1: they're like, well, you know, there's a certain chemical that he needs. He he didn't perfect it, as far as they know, but then he was close.
0: Yeah, they were like, "That fucking hack! He can't do it. He couldn't even operate a penitentiary, yet alone invent an aging cream."
1: Well, I was talking about Doctor. Illson. He was working on the aging. Oh yeah. (laughs) So so they, but they, (laughs) so like that's why he was kidnapped. So they need a particular drug that only comes from Ecuador. To make this shit happen. And there just so happens to be a shipment from Ecuador coming on tonight. Do you think it's connected? Do you think Miguel will be there?
0: I don't know, Cap. Maybe you need to check it out. I don't know. Let's go to a commercial break (laughs) 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 for Tylenol. And when we come out of it, we'll know. That's for the TV show. I imagine there's a TV break right here. Probably. That's why it's not convoluted at all. Because it's like, here's your scene. Commercial break. Here's your scene. Commercial fight.
1: And there's probably half as many commercials as there are now. Oh my god. So Reb, of course, we all we if you're a fan of this show, you know
0: nothing good happens at the docks. No. Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Not a good human being works on the docks. Right. Not one. (gasps) No. One good person. From hard target, Chance <laughs> Beaudreau or whatever, we decided his last Devereaux? name was. Bevereaux. Yeah, I think it was. He worked at the docks, but they didn't let him work, yeah, and he so he turned ha- on he him. he have a license and beat him all up. Yeah. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but getting back to reverend he's got his fucking patriotic pussy wagon. He's doing. He's incognito. He's watching. He's, he's watching what's going on, and he's like. Time for the cap move. So, ba-da-ba-da, ba-da, he shoots ba-da, ba-da, out the back da, with this dramatic fucking ba-da, smoke, ba-da, ba-da, like from a rock ba-da, 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 concert, <laughs> out the back.
0: Well, he, he even has, like, a few rocket launchers pop up and shoot fireworks off when he shoots out. And then he out.
1: immediately starts this beating the shit. Like, he, there's a security guy. We don't know. He could be a legit guy. He just beats the shit out of that guy. <laughs> he
0: fucks him up.
1: Throws him through a crate. He literally says,
0: hey, do you have insurance? Well, no. Gah! Deal <laughs> with it. Actually says, Geico <laughs> or whatever.
1: Reb Brown is also the newest mascot. They have they have twenty five mascots. Twenty five? It's up to about nine hundred at this point. <laughs> and so he 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 lifts a forklift. This is beautiful. Flips it over. You know his superpowers powerful And then I love this move. So there's all these crates. And then Reb just like feels like the side and he's like
0: you can't knock in here, man. <laughs> I'm surprised Millie doesn't care. Um,
1: and somehow he knows that's the right box. That's by knocking on
0: Yeah, it. one of them has like a more hollow sound. But these boxes are stuffed <laughs> with insulation and everything. You would not have heard he any just guy. He knows this is where the chemicals are in this one. I would have been fine if they are like,
1: oh, yeah, he has super scent, too.
0: I would have been fine well, with that. Well, he has that. super
1: hearing and super sight, so he might yeah, have it might super low. Low.
0: Might as well. Might as well
1: helps up. Sure enough, there's the shit. So he turns a little baggie of it, hurls it. It just so happens Wendy's out there in a convertible. The baggie just lands in her hand.
0: That's right. That was the weirdest part of well, this he, whole he, thing. He gives
1: her a little sample to analyze. She takes off back to the lab. Right. And then, then I thought, and you thought too, that Reb was going to get inside the crate and seal it off. That
0: makes the most sense.
1: But no, he just goes, all right, I'm just going to tail these guys. Like, he, why
0: didn't he just tail them to begin? He with? had a little hobo sticking bindle and everything. I could. I guess spl- they just
1: needed an action scene because, like, why didn't he just observe like he was doing? Yeah. Watch which one is is put on. I, I guess he need to get the sample. I guess is why yeah. he did it. Yeah. But so yeah, so they they load it up on a truck and they take off and then he's like following them. But of course, he's got a fucking. It says Captain America, American ass kicker, like painted and fucking like. <laughs> You know, across the side, like that's a very incons- not a very inconspicuous van, not not at all. So they're on them immediately. They're like, oh shit, are these fuckers following us. Um, he calls up to the woman, like the second in command of a Miguel. I don't, she, I don't think she even had a name. She yeah. just loves her jeeps because they're Lo- they're patrolling the city in their jeeps.
0: <laughs> it's like a power wheel advertisement. And he's just
1: like, yeah, we're getting followed, so be prepared to get the payload, if you know what I mean. She's like, okay. So they load up the chemicals in garbage bags. and As soon as they drive by the Jeeps, they just hurl them out of the side. And then they pick them up and take off in their Jeeps. And then Steve, unbeknownst to him, he he keeps following them. Yeah. And then I think he just, like, runs them off the road or something.
0: Yeah, he just kind of, like, ends up, you know, they both kind of lose each other. And he just ends up at some weird site where... I thought there was people noticing each other. I don't know what happens to Steve, but he just basically, like, camps out for the night. I think
1: what happened... Well, he finds out that they dumped the, the chemicals. I think they stopped like, oh. at a truck stop to get a blowjob or some shit. And he looks in their car, and he sees the crates all busted open. So he knows oh. that they, they dropped it off somewhere, but he yeah, doesn't know he, where. Okay. So he's like, the best guess is probably this town that's being patrolled by a bunch of Jeeps. So yeah. I'll, I'll investigate
0: this town. Oh, man, the drivers are probably going getting some of those $5 footlongs. They're at every gas station nowadays. Well, they're getting a foot long or something. They're at a truck stop. <laughs> so, actually,
1: it was the same truck stop where uh, everyone hangs out at Over the Top. Over the Top. So, there's wow. some, so Reb came in, snaps loan's
0: arm, and then this left. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> I need information, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, what, what? what's Wendy doing with that uh, information, then?
1: She's just checking shit out. But before that happens, we see the next day. Can't, you're right. He stayed the night. slept in his van. Because there's plenty of room. There's a motorcycle and a bed. I don't know how they do it. It's like a fucking Dungeon Dragons like bag, magic bag.
0: Well, there's compartments <laughs> on compartments. You remember the motorcycle <laughs> yes. sinks into the wall. They're, yes. That <laughs> probably... yeah, it, somehow goes, it goes
1: into like an alternate dimension. Exactly. <laughs> like... This man is science. Science and magic. <laughs> Dr. Strange worked on it. Yeah. And so he gets up in the morning Besides, you know what, my cover for today's gonna to be I'm a painter. I'm just a to of pain.
0: Well he is a painter, come on. Well, yeah, he is. But his cover
1: is also being yeah. a
0: painter. He was a painter in the first movie too. And and he is in the comic books, which is
1: we I pointed out on our Twitter it's never pointed out in the Chris Evans movies that he's an artist. Are you kidding me? Captain America is an artist in the comic I've books. only really He actually worked for Marvel Comics in the eighties. Yeah, they had a storyline where he was doing comics.
0: Wow, this is too meta. (laughs) No, I never got that because, like, my Captain America experience started with uh, the Ultimates, which is wonderful but never expresses that side. The world is kind of—
1: that was the more right-wing, unartistic Captain America. Yeah. The traditional one was bleeding-heart liberal, loved to paint. Oh,
0: man. So he's painting
1: a picture of a cat—
0: this is a great picture, by the way. It is. It is it's beautiful. A, it's a fucking amazing picture. And the portrait. cat's fucking a great subject matter. He doesn't move. He just chills. Uh, Murray, I believe Merman Productions is working on a, a print that people can buy. <laughs> I are going to design that. I wish. That would be awesome. Just go ahead and design that for us, because <laughs> I have no artistic ability. And
1: uh, the henches notice him, because how can you not? He's how like can the, you not? He's, like, huge.
0: Well, the, the other thing is the henches were also camping out in the van, <laughs> Just within, you know, like five, 10, 15 and like, clicks. Isn't that
1: the guy who was following us last night? Let's let's see what the fuck's going on. Yeah, let's get rid of this fucking loser. So they start bullying him. The bully becomes the bullied. Yeah, and they're like, "Hey, fuck face! What do you call this art?" And he's like, "Well, yes, it is. It is art. It's from the neoclassical." He just goes into his art. He, he anytime he has a chance to talk about his art history degree, yeah. he goes for it. Oh him. my god! And they're like. I don't want to hear it, nerd. And he, they grab the the paintbrush. Be Red, Reb's totally chill. He, Yeah, no, he's complete surfer dude. He's surfer sting. They grab they grab this. He could have been surfer sting. And <laughs> that he grabs uh, the paintbrush, and they draw little eyeglasses on the cat drawing. Fuck. And they're like, this cat sees what's going on. Maybe you need oh. to.
0: And beat it.
1: Dude. Beautiful. Beautiful line. <laughs> And he's like, I don't want any trouble. Fine, I'm out of here. Heathcliff, let's we're, we're gone. Let's go. Great name for a cat. Well, of course, yeah. And so uh, he notices that the the one vet in town. There's like a huge line. Nobody has animals. They're just in line for this yeah. vet. And he sees a sexy mom and a dumbass little kid. <laughs> and he's like, That's my in. So he grabs oh. the cat. You know, grabs it like by the skull. He's just holding it like that. And he's like. <laughs> Hey there. You like horseback riding? What's your name, little little tyke? I'm I'm Pete. Some people
0: call me Little Duke Williams. (laughs) (laughs) What do you like to do, Pete? Well, I like to hit the trails on a horse. I enjoy painting. I enjoy the sound of a nice, soft, bubbling brook. And the mom's like, look, you need to head to
1: Greenwood, buddy. This is, you don't want any part of Belleville. Stop
0: trying to woo my son and get over to Greenville. And he's uh like, and then Pete
1: goes, Greenwood fucking sucks. Belleville's where it's at. Two one three. Two one three. I don't know. I'm guessing that's their area code. we got it all. I don't think there's area codes back then. Yes
0: there was. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was invented in the nineties, like no. when uh
1: No but you, in the nineties you had to I could like call you without using an area code, but now yes, now you
0: have to use an area code uh, like Because that's when we got too many phones. Yes.
1: <laughs> there's your lesson for the day. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, he's just like, huh, well, uh, my cat, he uh, his leg's not feeling so good. You see him got the cat behind his back. he's twists the legs.
0: Oh, man. And
1: he's like, see, he can't walk. Uh, I guess I'm going to go and check out this uh, vet here. Well, you better. And so uh, Pete and Helen, they take off. And he goes into the vet. And the vet, he's just like, hey, uh,
0: vet. Something wrong with the the clip of bowing my cat. Yeah, it's all it's all wigged out. He, whenever you touch it, he freaks out. Watch this, and he squeezes it really <laughs> hard. It meows at him, of course. And the vet's like, "Oh yes, this is very serious. Put him down. Turn around. Look look out the window. Go read a magazine. <laughs> I left some Playboys out there. Uh, go read those for a little while. Yeah. People left Playboys out in the vets back
1: in those days. It was a great time to be alive, Griff. Was it? <laughs> and uh, so. He's like, uh, grabs like encyclopedia. Calyp, ca- cal- how do you spell it again? C-A-L-Y-P? C- 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 and then, and then, uh, um, Reb's just like, fuck it, I gotta go. You don't know what the fuck talk you're talking about. He yeah, leaves. he just like, he just knows this guy's up to no good.
0: The guy starts like prodding. Oh, Millie just heard of Calypto. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he starts just prodding at the cat and he's like, oh, she's fine to me. Um, like, you better
1: watch that calypta though. It looks a little tender. I can put a splint on it if you want. No, that'll be fine. Don't I don't care about this cat, don't worry. And so <laughs> so it's only my muse. <laughs> so he walks out, holding it by the tail, just swings and then hurls it away. And you can know he's using a superpower because it it flies fucking all the way to Greenwood.
0: Oh, God, this poor cat.
1: And <laughs> while that's going on, the Dr. Brenner, the vet, he's, like, looking up Calypto. He's like, oh, you got me, you motherfucker.
0: He even tells him, like, you know, you really shouldn't be in uh, Belleville. Get over to Greenwood. Yeah. Everyone go to Greenwood. Yeah, just get over there. You're kind, blonde yeah. Greenwood.
1: Yeah. And so he, he takes off, and he, call, he everything's going weird. Everyone's saying go to Greenwood. Cap says, fuck that. I'm going to check in with Simon. What's going on, Simon? Simon's like, hey, we just heard from Miguel. It is Miguel. He's behind everything. He wants a billion dollars, or he's going to release an aging gas. This aging gas, not an Asian, it's an aging gas, (laughs) is the real deal, Steve. You will age 38 days for every hour once you come in
0: contact with this.
1: You'll be dead in practically... Five hours? I don't know. I'm not a Duke Williams. I'm not good with numbers. Yeah, I'm not good with numbers. I'm going to say five hours, you're dead. And the time is ticking, Steve. Get cracking on that mom. (laughs) <laughs> so, Steve, I don't know, I guess he bumps into uh, them
0: again Yeah, it was when he was going out to find a phone to call them Because nobody oh. wants to let Steve yeah. in their establishment Right Like, the vet doesn't like him Helen hates Everybody's him Everybody's, like, acting weird Pete's not allowed to let him in his house without a, a parent, you know, present Right Good so. on you, Pete, because who knows <laughs> Murray, come on, man All over this fine table I'm not doing it purposely I'm <laughs> pissing the table So, yeah, he, like, finds a payphone and... He's like, how did Superman change in this thing? Uh, but, yeah, he, ma- he makes that call. And then when he gets out, he notices Helen. And she's hanging out with some hillbilly dude. look like uh, the diabetes guy. The who guy? The diabetes guy. Oh, Wilford Brimley? Yeah, looked like Wilford Brimley. And so he yeah. runs over and starts chatting with her again, trying to get into Is And he's like, look, soul. something
1: crazy is going on here. That, that vet had a huge line, and no one had an animal. And not only that... Calypta that's not a fucking bone. That's a beetle. A common. Everyone knows that. Yeah. And she's like, I don't want, I don't want any trouble. Stay away from me. Go to Greenwood. I'm out of here. So Steve, he's on, he's on alert. He's like, something is wrong with this city. Cut back to what Simon and Wendy are up to. Well, Miguel sent them a little baby puma, and he's like, to prove that I'm not fucking around. That we figured we cracked the code to make aging, the, uh, the aging serum. I infected this puma, and you will see within hours it will be a full-grown puma. Oh shit! So, cut back to to Belleville, Steve. I will say, in the in the henchman's defense, Steve is walking in the middle of the fucking road. He is. But they stop and they're like, Hey, we don't like your
0: canned here and they got their baseball bats out and we're gonna make you squeal, boy. If they could all afford baseball bats, like one guy had a fucking Louisville slugger, beautiful wooden bat. Right? Thirty four inches, twenty six ounces. Beautiful. I <laughs> know my bats. Okay. One guy
1: had a I remember one guy had an aluminum bat.
0: One guy had an aluminum bat. One guy had the little mini bat they give away when you actually go to the games. And the other guy just had the little helmet that they serve Sundays <laughs> out of. <laughs>
1: and he was wearing it. It was, and crazy. It was wearing <laughs> Well, it looked good on him. It looked good. So, like yeah, that guy from uh, Oz who had the hat that was on the side of his head.
0: They, the You're starting to think that these might be Miguel's people because yeah. they are harassing the fuck out of Cap. And he's just minding his own business. Yeah, he's I he's super mean, chill. I mean, he's dick is protruding out of his pants, but it's like you know. Aside from that offense, and you gotta let it air out every once in a while. Those pants are tight. You gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta. He's trying to get a lead, you know. People so, are standoffish. They see that they'll be like, "I want to talk." So they start pushing Reb around, and Reb, after the second push, he's like, "Look, you get one more, buddy. After three strikes, you're out." And they're like. Three strikes, what do you think this here? Some kinda some kind of Durham Bowls game. And he pushes them again and Reb's like that's three strikes. <laughs> Asshole. Very <laughs> chill. That's what makes it scarier. <laughs> when you're angry but chill about it. And then he just fucking snaps
1: bats over people's heads. He's like fucking them up. One moment he goes up to a house that has a balcony. He leaps leaps into the balcony guys follow him up jumps right back out and then he commences to rip down the the Uh, beams holding the balcony up these poor people they don't fucking know what's going on like destroys their
0: house he like punched the one henchman so hard his spleen burst through his back so he's like i gotta take it easy (laughs) because i'm way too fucking strong this flag serum i still haven't learned to control it because i'm too busy painting and not punching people So, yeah, he retreated to that house where he fucking destroys it. This is, like, seriously. (laughs) He's hulking out on it. Yeah, this is seriously. Is Captain America is Hulk? A Hulk scene, but he's got his intelligent brain, and he's realizing, I'm doing a lot of harm right (laughs) now. And much like the Hulk, his shirt is ripped. It's just torn off, barely hanging on. That's not foreshadowing at all. And that was
1: his in with Helen, finally. That's foreshadowing? She First of all, she's totally getting off on watching him just murder people. And then when she sees the fucking packs. She's just like, hey, I want to talk to you now. Just yeah. come to my place. I'll give you a ride over to my place. So they have the, they they go to her place, and she's like, hey, uh, my pathetic husband has some shirts. Maybe I can uh, let you borrow one.
0: I, I can see you don't really need another shirt because I like this Long Island iced tea you're offering me here. I don't know what I'm doing here, okay? Either. I'm hosting. <laughs> uh, so I want to take a tall drink of that. But I'm going to put a shirt on it first. My so, husband's got these great denim shirts that he's no longer wearing because <laughs> he's dead. Did he, I say my husband was dead? My husband's dead. It Totally did. Six feet under. I'm I, available. I'm, no ring no, on this finger. No ring. Pete's been and looking. And then she like,
1: oh, oh, pulls it out. She fresh, she had
0: it on. She pulls up, spits it out. Pete's been like, looking for a father figure <laughs> in his life. And I've been looking for a father figure to fuck my in, figure. In uh, the
1: George Michael sense of the word. <laughs> and so she's like, he's like, well, that's great. Well. You know, I'm I'm down for that, but I'm going to go talk with Pete. I'm going to bond with Pete a little before I bang the shit out of you. Because yeah. I feel awkward, you know, fucking some kid's mom. So he goes, Pete's like, they they're, they live on a farm. It's like a family yeah. farm.
0: And Reb is completely blown away because in his conversation, between Helen's advances, he learns that she is running this, like, by herself. Right. So he's like, Wow. Well, she has to. Woman. The husband died, yeah. so she yeah. gotta step up. He's super impre- He's super into it. And why shouldn't he be? That's that's very that's very uh, you know that's just awesome. Yeah. So yeah, he, but he's like, I'm gonna go help your son because I don't know why he's like. I he gotta... wants to
1: get some more info.
0: Oh, his son's spilling the beans on everything, right. and he's still a secret
1: agent. So well, so so Pete's like feeding the sheep, and then he's like, hey, uh, Pete, how's it going? He's like, Steve, I've only known you for for an hour. But my mom, my dad's been gone for a while, and she has needs. (laughs) Sexual needs. Pete, or Rob, can you sit down? I'm going to explain the birds and the bees to you. (laughs) Can you, like, take care of it? Because my mom's fucking riding my ass. She's being a fucking (laughs) bitch. She needs to get laid. Can you help me out here? And he's like, hey, little, he, like, tossles his hair, little buddy. I think I can do that. Oh, man. And while that's going on, Pete goes, okay, banger. And then he takes off, and he's like, oh, my God, Whitey! And they rush to him, and they see there's this fucking old as shit uh, sheep laying there, all dead and fucked up and shit, flies everywhere. It's so dead. Heathcliff is, like, eating part of it. Uh, Where did Heathcliff come from again? (laughs) He came back from Greenwood. And (laughs) so he's like, that's my lamb. And and, then Helen's like, what are you talking about? Your lamb is, like, fucking a week old. Yeah. He's like, no, that's it. See, he's got the cut from the the barbed wire. Fence. He
0: was fucking around. He was climbing the fence the other and day. Steve's listening. He's using super hearing to hear this.
1: That sounds interesting. And she's like, I won't have any more of this, Mister. And then while Wilford Brimley's like eavesdropping and hearing all this shit, and then he makes a beeline for that same payphone.
0: Yeah, and of course Cap turns in time to see him run away. So he's like. There's something about Whitey and Whitey over here that's really making me think something's
1: afoot. So He calls up our boy McGill at the state pen, and he's like, fucking Steve Rogers is on to you, bro. Yeah. And then he's like, kill him. We'll do it, boss. But instead, they fuck it up, and they just arrest him. Why? Because he attacked five men. That was the the, the
0: uh, reason. Did you notice there was only four men in the fight? They said there was a fifth man. They're they're hyping up Cap now. <laughs> they're making him seem better than what he is. Well, actually, he would have taken five people down. So,
1: and uh, so the guy I forget his name. He's like the major hand. He's talking to Miguel, and he's just like, "Don't worry about it. He's locked up. I want him dead."
0: There's no way. It's cement. There's bricks. There's bars. Nothing. He's like, he's could too happen. sexy to kill. I can't I, kill this man. His shirt's ripped open, sir. And there's this little bit of peck jelly just <laughs> glaring at me every it's time I try to kill him. <laughs> it shines on me, and this light fills me, and I can't can do, do it. it. I, can't. I just can't do it. It's
1: like, "You will do it," and he hangs up. And he's like, "All right, I guess I have to do it." So they go back to the cell, fucking dragging his feet, man. All the bars are bent. Even even if the bent bars, there's no way Red Brown could have fit it, through that tiny yeah, ass fucking it's window. It's like
0: it would give like a three inch clearance. Like <laughs> I'm a pretty slender person. I'm not fitting through there. Red Brown is a fucking thumb of a human, and. Yeah, he's not fitting through there. Right? Is that the fucking phrase of some of a <laughs> human? I don't I, know what that means. That just means, like, basically you take his shoulder width and go straight down. That's him. His hips all meet that exact proportion. <laughs> okay. And his Calyphtas match up. And he, he escapes. And they're like,
1: get that motherfucker.
0: Yeah, Mainhenge hits his Jeep. power wheel Jeep, man. This is a great Jeep. So it's got a walkie-talkie. And he calls up, "Lady, lady, uh, we got a problem here. Cap broke out. He's on that goddamn, or no, Captain broke out. Broke Steve, Steve Rogers. Up, yeah. yeah, that's right. Because he busts out. He's Steve Rogers they don't on look his l- bike. Remotely alike, you know? Not alike. Well, you wouldn't be able to tell in the outfit. I mean, if you could see the little dick poking out, <laughs> you'd be like, "Oh, that's Steve Rogers' dick. I know that anyway because I've been mm-hmm. staring at it all week."
1: <laughs> and they're like get so Steve bursts out again out of I think it's the same scene they play over and over again. Yeah, and it's bursting the, it's out of the, the back same of the shot band, every time. And they're like we got to get him. I he's like he tells the the female hand. she's like be careful. That bike is amazing. You've seen the things it can do. Evil Knievel wishes he had this bike. The bike can literally do anything. And she's like, "Oh yeah, can it jump a jeep?
0: Yeah, I bet it can't jump my jeep." She's got the pink Barbie jeep. That was where we were at in the seventies. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not okay with it. But at least she's yeah. leading a hench group. <laughs> yes. So it's a weird give and take here. Yeah. So she's like, "We're gonna draw them over to the dam. We're gonna corner them off, and we're gonna fucking hit them with our super power wheel jeeps." <laughs> and they do that. After and 10 minutes of a ten, chase. 10-minute ten chase. Fuck. Yeah,
1: it's very great scenic view of wherever they're filming. Yeah, you can it's... See all of Belleville.
0: All their chases feel less like a chase, more just like this scenic, like, oh, look... It's like you look to the left, look you see at Greenwood.
1: California. And so they're on the, right on the, the dam. And wouldn't you know it? Steve does some amazing shit with that Jeep because he leaps right over those Jeeps.
0: And then... And that, then goes right over the edge of the, the he dam. He gets an air... And you see him in control of his bike. Like he's intentionally doing it. And he takes a sharp right midair, which physics work this way now when you've got flags here running through you. Right. And he takes that sharp right into the dam where he collides, collides. into the cement after falling <laughs> yeah. 80 feet. Yeah. And then he just bounces. You're like, what? <laughs> and you see him at the bottom. He's like
1: swimming. He's kind of struggling a little. He survived fine, but there's no way that bike could survive. But I don't
0: know. that's a pretty amazing bike. Uh, I don't know. What, you got a you clue this thing, because obviously Steve is dead. What's going on with Wendy, the Puma? They've been hearing all kinds of information from Steve and Miguel. They've got to know something, right? Sure. And what
1: they know is the aging drug does work, because the Puma is now an adult Puma. What? Yes. So they go to Mr. Bliss, who I guess is the guy, their, their liaison to the president. I think he's like the head of the FBI, head of the secret service. He's probably head of the secret service. And they're like, call the president. This guy means it. He is going to gas a city. I'm like, no, we, we're going to call his bluff. I don't buy it. Ooh. I think he's full of shit. No, don't. Well, he said he's going to hit Portland. I'll call
0: their bluff. It's Portland. It's just Portland. Fucking hipster bullshit. I don't care about the trailblazers. Fuck them. Where's the, yeah. Were they around in the 70s? Yes, they were. Okay. Bill Walton,
1: fuck that guy.
0: Were they always, like, is that one of the teams that's been kind of flipping off and on? What like, are they still around now? Cause yeah, I,
1: they're still around.
0: Okay. For some reason, there's teams like the Expos in baseball. I can't think of a good bas- basketball example. Hornets went away for a while. I thought they were one of those teams that just kind of disappeared for a while.
1: Hornets went to New Orleans, and then Charlotte got another team. And then Michael, they changed. Jo- Michael Jordan's running. And, Charlotte, and then they changed so. the name to the, the New Orleans Pelicans, and the Hornets got their name back. That's what happened.
0: Oh, there. they were the New Orleans uh, sh- the Hornets? Yes. When they were first went down there? Yeah. Well, I hear the... Well, now, well,
1: you ever wondered why they're called the Utah Jazz? Because they were originally the New Orleans Jazz, which makes sense.
0: That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I did not <laughs> yes. ever consider that.
1: Yes, because there's not a lot of jazz coming out of Utah.
0: Yeah, I didn't get that. I was like, that's a cool name, and I like the purple uniforms, like all the iterations of it pretty much, but... Wow, this got really basketball. Let's get back to Captain America, because he's balling. <laughs> there you go.
1: And they're like, "Fuck it, man! Let Portland burn. I don't give a shit." And what? He, and then so Miguel's true to his word. They didn't vote for me. Fuck him. <laughs> he, <sends out, laughs> he sends out. He sends out a plane, and it's one of those skywriting planes. So everyone Portland's like, "Hey, look up there! What's that? What's that say?"
0: Uh, it's a it's a it's a five letter word, guys. You can't figure it out. Can't figure it out. There's so many people like smell. S M I L E. Smiley. 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 Is this a country? What's going on? And finally, a child pipes in. He's like, guys, smile. Oh yeah. Yes, I get it now. So all of Portland, maybe this was the whole elaborate trick. All of Portland start laughing like a kid had to tell us, are you smarter than a fourth grader? Oh, that was a great and show. And all that's
1: going on, you just see it dissipating into the, the sky, and it's just raining down on the people. And they're fucked, Griff, because they, they've I mean, it. we know. They're fucked. And, they're, and then, well, they're informed. They let them know. They're like, hey, I just want to let you know, I could have stopped the Portland uh, gassing, but you suck. You you got the gas fix. Yeah,
0: that's right. He went on uh, the airwaves. Didn't well, you got to warn people. Yeah. And but they're we...
1: like, look, we're, we're going to fix it. Miguel sent us an antidote as well because he wants us to use it Wendy on the Puma. Want Wanted to use it on the Puma to prove that he does have an antidote, and if we give in his demands, he will save the people of Portland. Yeah. But the problem is we can't recreate this antidote because Mr. Bliss is like, well, just recreate it. You got it. We can't do that. It's too complex. But I'm, what I'm going to do, I'm going to go. Well, Wendy's like, it might be poison. We don't have time to test it. I'm going to test it on myself. We have a Puma right there we can test it on. But I'm going to test it on myself. And she does. She gets on a plane. I mean, she is so ready. At the she jumps on a plane. I, I thought it was heroin. I thought she was injecting herself with heroin. But no, it was the antidote.
0: Yeah, I thought that was just to take the edge off for the plane ride. Right,
1: but no. Mm. And it, she so she she figures out, well, at least it's not a poison. It 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 doesn't hurt you. But I still need to do some tests. So when she shows up in Portland, she goes, find me two baby twins.
0: <laughs>
1: and they're like, well, we got two right here. Good. I'm going to inject this one. <laughs> and then we're going to see because babies grow faster than, than when you get older.
0: I mean, Alex Jones already told me, like, they're, they're usually just, they're not even giving parents babies anymore. They're harvesting their organs. So these were obviously babies they were going to harvest. Right. And so that's why no one gave a shit when he was just like, I'm going to inject this baby with a random thing. Yeah.
1: And they're like, go for it. We don't care. We're, we're going to
0: die anyway. And so. Let's, I uh, mean, we're ex- we are about to find out that a town has already been hit
1: yes. by the drug. You, were, you, why, were you guys wondering why <laughs> this? Uh, were well, you wondering why I can't say this? You want to know why this town was so strange? Because they have been guarded by those Jeeps, those Barbie Jeeps, they've been held hostage. <laughs> And they were the first people to be (laughs) experimented on. And they're like, because Steve, he finally's like, look, you want this dick. You got to spill the beans, bitch. And she's like, all right. I want it. Beg for it, bitch. I want it. (laughs) And then he's just like, but tell me what's going on first. (laughs) Billy told me you'd like it rough. First of all, it's Pete.
0: God damn it, it's Pete.
1: And she's like, all right. Portland wasn't the first city to get gas. We were, and you know why we were going to the vet. He's not a vet. He's the guy with the antidote, but he only gives us enough to get through the day. That's it's it. Like, it's like the, the like a, it's like a drug dealer just get, just enough to get you through the day. They yeah. want to keep me and he won't give us the full antidote until they're done with what they're doing. So, and if we we rat rat anybody out, we tell people like a big dick stranger like you.
0: Yeah, they're still using it in, in their transportation. Like they're using it as some kind of safe safe haven
1: so so he was like reb's like all right i got it we're gonna tail this fucking dr brennan this vet we're gonna see what he's yeah he
0: has been suspicious of that vet since day one and sure enough he he knows he's connected now so
1: they're like scoping the place out they're in the fucking minivan watching dr brennan he gets in his, he's like he's like pete you're good cool with numbers aren't you yeah. you goddamn right. I'm good with numbers. They call me Duke Williams.
0: You're also good leading adult males on. So why don't you go hop <laughs> in that car and talk to Brenner? And no, he get didn't his... talk to Brenner. Brenner, Brenner is... was in there.
1: No, he wasn't. Brenner goes in the house. I corrected you on this because you did say that, but he was not in there. Brenner wasn't in there? He's still in his house or in the, the vet.
0: I could have uh, first no. when he gets the first no. reading he's in there. No, he's not.
1: And so, first of all, I just it. want to point out, I looked up Duke Williams. I don't know who the fuck this kid's talking about. Yeah. There's, like, some guy who plays for, like, Canadian Football League named Duke Williams. I don't fucking know. But I apparently mean, he was good with numbers in 1979.
0: It makes for great podcast fodder. And
1: so he's like, well, check the odometer. Can you can you remember
0: that? Like, I'm not fucking a retard. Like, I know. I can own numbers. I'm Duke Williams. I fucking killed my own. I buried my own sheep, <laughs> man. I'm an adult. I can read numbers. He buried his own father. He buried his own dad. Yeah. God he's hardcore. Damn. So he,
1: he, so while Brenner's in there, he, he sneaks in the car and he looks. He's like, but he has to write it down, a little shit. He's like, you know. He I, did he, write it down? Yeah, he's going on about what a great memory is, and he had to write it. He, write it
0: down, but he wrote it on his hands. So he realized the seriousness of the situation. No, he
1: was just fucking around with Steve. He was trying to be a Duke Williams. He ain't Duke Williams.
0: <sighs> Come on, Pete. You ain't no Duke.
1: So this is the brilliant plan, Steve has. We could just like, well, I, obviously Steve knows he can't tail anybody because they fucking figured it out the last time. So he's like, yeah, all right, we're gonna wait here till he comes back. And he shows up back, and like he's like, I'll check it this time. This but, uh, is the better sleuth
0: solution.
1: Well, she's like, Steve, everybody knows you. You're the guy with the biggest dick in town. Take this hat, that'll disguise you. So he's like, so she gives him this giant Yosemite Sam, like ten gallon hat. <laughs> puts it on he puts on a denim jacket he was wearing no shirt at the time so he totally, just puts on a denim jacket. totally works i i just like i was like who the fuck is that who is where's reb <laughs> i'm so lost so he walks up on the car and he notices it there's a 43 mile difference than when pete looked at it and then he looked at it but that's not enough he's like huh, let
0: me let me check these tires and people are walking by noticing but he's him disguised. like These su- guys, they don't know. He's like yeah, he's so changing a tire. The people are looking at him like who's this absolute stranger in our town that we don't allow strangers in suspiciously touching tires, licking debris off of it. Like who is the So, yeah, he get, he's getting all kinds of information. <laughs> right. Those he's super a- senses, that super <laughs> taste sense is going bizacco at this point. Bazacco. Bazacco. And they
1: go back to Helen's place because they're like, all right, I got everything I need. It's like, Helen, this weed here, you know what's up with it? What's going on with this weed? It's very special. I know it's not like a common weed. <laughs> and she's like, you know, it's not. It's really, it's this invasive species of weed. And it's only, but it's only like uh, 43 miles Northwest of north,
0: us. North. We- they've been working out a map, and they've got you know. I, I forget the gear they use for it, but they've got it forty three, and they're circling the circumference forty three miles out, and they're just like, but we're at forty three. The roads and the roads and the road, and finally the weed gives them north northwest. Okay, let's look in this triangular coordinate. And then he's like, but I, I noticed a distinct taste of tar when I tasted that mm. tire. New, new tar, new tar, very new tar, like. Eight cars have run over it. Eight exactly. Have there ever have there been any road work going on?
1: Well, they were filling the potholes northwest of us over by that penitentiary. Huh. And he's like, hold on, I got it. And he grabs that tool and he's like, he makes a line from where they are to the penitentiary. Exactly 43
0: miles. And he's like, oh, my God, we need to head over to the penitentiary. And this is when Helen reveals the penitentiary has a new warden there. Think that's connected (laughs) to the to what? Like, where is this leap?
1: I don't know, but I don't know why anyone would know that there's a new warden. I mean, mean, maybe his Pete's dad is in prison and that's how she knows. I don't know.
0: Well, we know Pete's dad is
1: dead. (laughs) Do we? I don't know. Well, you said it yourself. Maybe he's dead to her.
0: Oh, that's a good point. Maybe
1: she told you Was embarrassed. He was like a a meth dealer. Uh, And she's embarrassed.
0: This is behind the scenes. No one listened. You already explained that Pete buried his dad's. Yeah, that body. was
1: that was that was, uh, hyperbole. That that was, was hyperbole. That was hyperbole. Metaphor. Okay, he uh, buried him in his heart.
0: Uh, pot on, we're back. Okay. Uh, you, you didn't hear that sidebar.
1: So Steve's like, I think it's at the. I think something's going on at this penitentiary. I'm gonna check it out. So he goes, he gets a patriotic pussy wagon, drives up 43 miles exactly. Sure enough, there's a penitentiary there. And he watches as, as as the gates open. And he notices, and then he like gets his Casio watch out. And you like, doot, 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 doot. It's like exactly 13 seconds. 13. It's just enough time to do my thing. So the next time a car shows up, boom! Flies right out of the fucking pussy wagon. <laughs> dressed in the fucking cap <laughs> outfit. <laughs> right through, past the guard. They don't know what to do. Drives in. The alarms go off. Fuck, he immediately drives into a building. Yeah, he just goes straight to the warden's <laughs> office. He Look, somehow finds it. Sees a map, and he's like, Oh, oh yeah. That's he's right. like, Oh, they're, they're, the lab's right here. So, of course, as you know, Miguel and Elson, they're in the lab, as luck would have it. M- El, uh, Miguel's packing everything up. He's got this a- Kinja case with the like, holes cut in, the perfect jars for the aging process, uh, serum and the antidote. He got the king locks up the Kinjutsashiki. He's like, "Kill that man!" I'm escaping, and they're like, "Sure, boss. Release the hounds." Oh no! Before
0: you release them, hit them with the with the cream. Age that, them. It's not a cream. I don't know why you saying it's cream. It's cream. <laughs> Rub the cream on their face. <laughs> Age
1: their face. Yeah. For some reason, he's like, "Age the dogs." The dogs aren't puppies. They're already full grown dogs. Know. Why would... like, make them elderly?
0: So they go from being 45 in dog years to 90 in dog years. They're barely hobbling
1: along. But they're enough to distract Steve. Street, like You pointed out Steve, he's an animal lover, not cats, but he loves dogs. <laughs> and so he's got his little flimsy shield, and he's
0: like, uh, uh. It's perfect for beating back dogs yeah, without harming that's them. That's the
1: only good thing about this shield. You can beat back an elderly <laughs> dog with it. And he pushes them back and then just closes the door
0: and like, well, problem, Problem solved. I thought I was being clever today. Millie has this thing where if I give her... She can fit two balls in her mouth, so I was outside. <laughs> oh, really? I had I had a very nice cocktail I had made. I was very excited to drink it. I throw both the balls at her because I was about to go inside. And when she's got you're two t- balls... Wait,
1: you're talking about your
0: balls, are you? No. Okay, I don't know. I'm tennis clarifying. balls. Oh, okay. That's right. what I call my balls. Uh, So I... um. Throw these two tennis balls at her. I got this cocktail in my left hand. Throw the balls with my right. I throw you both of them in at your her. Hand and
1: you throw your balls. I got it.
0: And <laughs> uh she snaps at them. She reflects both of them. The one goes Reflexo direct
1: deflect. Did deflex. She reflect upon them. <laughs> <laughs> I guess them. I guess it's <laughs> deflect.
0: Anyways, she chomps down. They they both go flying. One goes straight into my beautiful cocktail that I had made. Her slimy, just like chewed on ball <laughs> right into my half drink. No. Ho- I was so disappointed. What did you get for throwing your balls around? Uh, Back to Captain I, I can't talk about balls. You should have saved the, the story for
1: like one minute later when we get to the boringest part of the fucking movie. We no, just, we'll just skip over the boring part. No, it had to be told because Miguel takes off in a station wagon, the most evilest of all uh, automobiles. <laughs> And Steve goes, oh, I got this. So he grabs the the motorcycle that can do everything. Apparently, it can't go up a wall on its own. No. So he hurls the uh, motorcycle up onto the wall. Around It's the... like a
0: castle watch tower, well, too. It's like, yeah, it's
1: like a penitentiary. It's like a prison. It's got the wall. Oh,
0: yeah, it's got the catwalks. Okay, okay. Three feet wide or so. And then he leaps up. And then his fucking hauls
1: ass down the side of the
0: uh and the wall while this happened i'm like what is your fucking plan <laughs> why didn't you throw it over the wall and then
1: well oh shit pushes a little button that says hand glider on it for some reason <laughs> and then this hand glider all of a sudden the Jeep the jeep i'm just gonna add a jeep <laughs> on the brain the motorcycle becomes a fucking hand glider i will say it's pretty impressive it was cool but not 10 minutes cool
0: because it is a 10-minute scene
1: of him just going over the lands, did it
0: on loop <laughs> for 10 minutes. Chasing
1: a station wagon of all cars. Uh, but it's enough to freak out Miguel because he just stops the car and just fucking runs away into the woods. Because <laughs> he's going to meet up. There's like a helicopter waiting for him. And so Steve
0: jumps off the the, uh, the the motorcycle. And he's like. This is the second end fight we've gotten in the woods in a row. Is it? Last week we added in Jim Cotto. It's true. So and uh, he he's like, Miguel, I got a fucking super hearing, dude, they're in thick woods. And uh, Cap just tunes into his echolocation skills. And he's just like, you're uh, you're 20 clicks north, uh, 30 clicks west. I'm going to find you. I am. And then Cap walks
1: up on him, hurls the fucking floppy shield. It fucking totally misses Christopher Lee and then comes around and totally well, misses Chris, him again. Yeah,
0: and Chris just reveals. He's like, <laughs> look. I can't read this. You got to read it. Full
1: a war veteran with a jungle trick like a boomerang.
0: Oh, man. He did not call a boomerang a jungle trick. I don't think you could use a boomerang in a jungle. I mean, what sense does that make? It made no sense. And what Steve
1: did made no sense because it missed him twice. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess he thought he was going to hit him on the comeback because
0: he was well, the, the foreshadow. No, that was exactly what he was leading up to because he.
1: When he missed,
0: and Christopher Lee was like, you fool. Steve got that huge grin, like, bitch, <laughs> you don't even know. And, and then, then
1: fucking uh, uh, Miguel pulls out his AK and he starts firing, but fortunately he's picked up the. He flipped it up with his foot. It flipped up. As flimsy as it is, it's still bulletproof. It's still bulletproof. And then. He's like, damn it, I, I'm going to hit you with this aging thing. So he's like, Hold on, let, let me open I, this I'm, case.
0: Unlike all guns in movies, this one actually runs out of ammo. <laughs> so he tosses it aside, and he reaches for that congettache t- t- case. case. And, oh, my God, there's sex bombs everywhere, but he finds the aging cream. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 whatever. Aging serum. And uh, he takes one out, and it's in this beautiful crystal vial. And he throws well, it. it, it. Oh, no, it was
1: actually in a mason jar. Yeah, Why? whatever. It, 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 <laughs> it was in a mason <laughs> jar, you're <laughs> yeah. right. Oh my
0: God. So it's it's like,
1: like a fucking moonshine. It like, yeah.
0: Boy, this will either get you really drunk or age you <laughs> until you die in five it'll minutes. Make you go blind, so I know. <laughs>
1: and as just as it, like a split second it leaves his hand, Steve just lightly tosses
0: that old fucked up shield. It reflects all of the serum, not cream, back <laughs> into Christopher <laughs> Lee's face. Right. And the poor man who's already 60 years old.
1: <laughs> yeah, he
0: doesn't have much time. He, yeah, so he dies.
1: So he no, he fucking freaks out and attacks Steve. And Steve commences to beat the shit out of an old man. Oh, that's right. And he's just like, beats him to death pretty much. But he's like, don't worry, it was the aging cream. It wasn't my fist. <laughs> Guys, it was the cream. It's not like, me. Uh, Steve, his face is quite caved in. Yeah, it was that aging shit.
0: Yeah, Simon shows up and he says, you could say I creamed him. God damn.
1: And then the chopper shows up, and Steve's like, you're under arrest, asshole, but I need that chopper. And so we got the antidote, because that was also in the Kinja Taché case. And we put it into a, like a helicopter again, or a mini jet, I don't know what the fuck it was. Uh, Dust cropter. Crop duster. <laughs> and, and so Steve and uh, Simon have a good old time What's... going back and forth across, and you know it's an antidote because it's red, so it's different. Yeah. And all the, everyone in Portland's outside to make sure they get hit with this shit. Oh yeah, well everyone in Portland's just—it's it, like that's by the way—that's the best way to inoculate somebody. So when you people bitching about like uh, the measles shit, just dump the shit on a fucking city with a crop duster. That's it. end of not problem. a dust proper. <laughs> no, not no. We don't want to crop any of our dust. <laughs> so everybody, the people in fucking Belleville, they got cured. Everything's great. Steve goes back.
0: They, yeah, they recreate the cure so they can spread it to billions of people.
1: Helen's back to riding horses like she used to do when she was getting boned. Oh, my God. And Pete's and, like, uh, man, did you fuck my mom? Because she's been awesome lately.
0: And he he happens to notice that that painting, and he's like, you got it. You got this It's smile. a beautiful,
1: it's tasteful, but... Nude. It's a nude scene of his mom. It yeah. creeps him out a little, but he's like, it's so good. I got to respect the glint in her eye.
0: I, I like how you did this. You wince with your face <laughs> as if you were little Pete looking at this very graphic photo of Reb riding his mom. It was
1: straight out of Hustler.
0: It was. And, but it was really good. But you got the smile just right.
1: And he's like, Pete, I just paint what I see. I love that. And I see myself your- boning your mom
0: because i was dick. looking in
1: a mirror because i look at myself while i'm fucking people and then he's like oh by the way here's a dog what about that cat who fucking cares <laughs> the end what cat <laughs> you mean the one i fed to this dog <laughs> <laughs> poor Heathcliff. what he ever do? oh my Besides god for an amazing picture
0: oh man there should have been a cap three where heathcliff's bigger part of it but nope no, that's is, it. That was a, that was it, people. The we're next never... Captain America was the 90s. Yeah, the, well, the canon one, yeah, which
1: shockingly we're not doing the canon one. you think we would do the canon one, but no, we didn't. Uh, this one didn't have – because the canon one sucks. It doesn't have red brown in it.
0: Yeah, so. I'd agree with that. Speaking wow. of
1: which, uh, Griff, before we leave, I just want to point out, every all you listeners, you got one more week for our contest, the listener appreciation contest. You want to let us know what movie you want us to cover at the end of the month. Dude. I got to tell you,
0: some of the suggestions you already sent me, I looked up a couple of them. I watched a couple of them. Right. These are fucking gems. So thank you guys already. Right. I said this is going to be a
1: hard decision because we're going to whittle it down next week. We're going to announce the four finalists, and we're going to let you guys on a Twitter poll let us know which one you want to hear us do. So you want to go to at G and G theater on Twitter, or you can even go to our Instagram and let Griff know some suggestions at Golan Globus theater, just one word. And you can let us know. And Griff, this podcast, I've, I've given up on us ever making money off this podcast, but there's one thing (laughs) I was hoping we get big enough to do.
0: Interview Red Brown interview.
1: Yes, exactly. Interview these kind of people because Griff, Last week, right after we recorded our last week's episode, we got word that we lost another legend of the action movie scene. Yeah. You all, you guys know. You know, Billy Drago. No, I, know, I saw
0: a lot of love and support for him, so I was very happy about that. Billy
1: Drago died the greatest, sleaziest. He was, he's been in at least three movies we've covered, all Chuck Norris movies. Yeah. And so we got to give a shout out to fucking Billy, man. But this movie we're doing not only has Billy Drago. It has a... Like, the biggest names in action. Yeah, Rip, just name off some of the names of the people. in here.
0: Okay, guys, this is this is simple. When you see Billy Drago in a movie, and then you see names like Norris McQueen, like it, like it. Swayze, holy shit, you're like,
1: fuck, What's some A list names, bro. How,
0: how-
1: Attach to some. B-list
0: stars. <laughs> well, I mean, when you turn the cover <laughs> over, you see yeah. Chad McQueen. Yes, yeah, son of Steve McQueen. Don Swayze. Brother of Patrick Swayze. And Mike Norris. <laughs>
1: Which we found, I I thought it was, uh, I got excited. I thought it was
0: Chuck's brother who actually did all his stunts. No,
1: it's his son yeah, who I've th- never yeah, heard that's of.
0: That's Aaron Norris does all <laughs> Chuck's stunts. So when you watch Walker, Texas, you're like, man, he's got a great roundhouse. That's not Chuck. That's Aaron. Yeah.
1: So once again, it's another one of those fucking Dangerous Game movies. Where I think it's our third in the past two months. Dude. Jim Cotta.
0: I don't remember the movie. I, I, watched, uh, I watched another Billy Drago movie because we were trying to find mm. some good Billy Drago material, and we got the one you're about to announce. <laughs> I did one. I watched one earlier this week. This is a gem. This man, as a villain, Nobody but If
1: you need a sleazy, slimy like you feel like I need a child molester for this role dude you go to Billy Drago
0: that's what I hate about movies today it's like you can't you can't do that no. I mean you're painting it as a bad picture you're you're getting the message across like you probably shouldn't molest children
1: I mean so much so Billy Drago was so good at what he did our very first episode Hero and the Terror he was in that he was in it as the psychiatrist to Chuck and I was like there's no fucking way he's not up to some shit no yeah. that was the one role he played <laughs> where he, where he was, was a good guy where he's above board yeah <laughs> yeah That's how good he is. He totally blew my mind. I was like, wait, what? He's a good guy? No. He's got to be, like, behind the, releasing the terror. No, he
0: was a good guy. Dude, but the, the, the the title of, I mean, the, the cover of this movie is amazing because it's (laughs) Drago's giant face overlooking the three nobodies (laughs) that we mentioned before. Related to somebody. Related to somebody big. And, uh, go ahead. Just announce. So, guys, we're
1: doing it. You probably, you may not have heard of this, but you're going to want to hear it. It's, dude go on Amazon and see if someone's selling this because this movie, as Griff pointed out, is hard to find.
0: It is very hard to find. But,
1: I, and we haven't watched it, but I hope it's worth it. <laughs> The trailer looked amazing. Yeah. And there's a scene I sent you with Brandscomb Richmond. Brandscomb. Which is awesome. So, of course, I'm talking about Death Ring. So, be with us next week for Death Ring. Salute to Billy Drago, and as always, Yakmala! Keep it warm.
0: Yakmala, this is America's episode.
1: Well, they're part aren't they part of America?
0: No. No, oh, I don't know. Mm, now you feel bad. Episode over.